Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. Colin McLaughlin, this is literally the sports doctor, guys. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome into this Tuesday edition of the Sports Mix brought to you by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremation, Robert Fields and Sons, a family owned full service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer Puy, Nick Verzellini, the sports doctor, Colin McLaughlin. How you doing today, Colin? Doing all right. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. How you doing, Nick? I'm doing well. You're doing well. Good. Okay. Wow. I think Dr. Bailey would be happy you just said you're doing well. Yeah. Uh, well, we've got a Tuesday. Yeah, everybody should be happy that I'm doing well, right? I don't <laughs> think anyone wants me to be doing. I was terrible. talking about the your use of words. Yeah. Uh, well, today's big he day. We got well more now. high school basketball. High school boys basketball tonight. Fort Hill at Spring Mills. Spring Mills hosting Fort Hill. Uh, originally, I believe we were supposed to be making a trip today to Pennsylvania. Yep. To yeah, Mercersburg to Academy yep. for Martinsburg, but that game got canceled. Uh, by Mercersburg, I do believe. Uh, so we decided to add another game. That's Fort Hill out of Cumberland, Maryland at Spring Mills down the road. Should be a good game tonight. That is a 7.30 tip. 7 p.m. Johnny's Express tip-off show. Uh, you guys calling the game tonight. What are you looking forward to? Uh, get a look at this Spring Mills team for the first time this season, I think, is the main thing. We talked about them being a young team. They struggled a year ago. Uh, does it have success? So how can this new look team kind of build on, or I guess grow from last year if they had some players play last year? And if not, if it's a, a completely new team, you know they're going to have to find a way to step up. And they started the year off well with a win. So yeah, fifty six forty nine victory over Millbrook at Millbrook last Tuesday night. So seven days, and they're back on the court tonight. Home court, home opener. Uh, so it should be a good one. And uh, what are you what are you looking forward to, Colin? I'm looking forward to seeing how they fare against a uh, out of state opponent because we don't always get to see that on a TV ten or in any other uh, sport for the most part, unless it's Martinsburg football. But uh, it's going to be interesting because Fort Hills typically a very uh, good program when it comes to athletics no matter what the sport is so it'll be fun to see how spring mills and fairs against them being a uh, west virginia school against a maryland school it definitely will and this will be our was it fourth now basketball broad high school basketball broadcast on the season we'll have a girls basketball matchup tomorrow uh, at muscleman as hampshire comes to town it'll be calling on play-by-play with the coach Jim Klein, the volleyball coach, Jim Klein, transitioning over to call some color, be a color analyst for high school girls basketball. That is a 7.30 tip as well. 7 p.m. Johnny's Express tip-off show tomorrow on Talk Radio WRNR and on TV 10. So that should be exciting. Hopefully we'll have Jim on tomorrow to give his pregame analysis, pre, pre-tip-off show analysis like we had for volleyball uh, when it was the Jim Klein and the Sports Doctor segment. So hopefully that returns tomorrow, waiting to hear from him. Uh, but definitely an exciting week in high school basketball as we inch ever closer to making a trip with Martinsburg and Spring Mills girls basketball as Martinsburg boys and Spring Mills girls next week will both be at the Seahawk Classic at Hilton Head Island High School. 
uh, just confirmed yesterday with the athletic director that we are good to go down there, which I was hoping. I was just waiting to hear from him. I guess there was a athletic director convention, high school athletic director convention out in Denver, Colorado. Um, okay. Because uh, quite a few athletic directors were out there, and he had the athletic director for Hilton Head Island High School had just emailed me back saying he was there. So I'm assuming it was some kind of athletic director convention. So had some time out there. That's a nice area to go to. Never been. Never been either, but I know it's a nice area. <laughs> How would you know that? Because my dad be has good friends that live there. Uh, but yeah, so it'll be, uh, I can give you the schedule for that. Let me find the schedule. Ah, we're too far ahead. We'll talk about it later. Trick <laughs> no, uh, but definitely should be a good one. Other and uh, we're still waiting. Harlan Hill Trophy this Saturday. Uh, you got the call to put together a highlight package for Tyson Bajan. How exciting is that? Uh, I mean, obviously a great season for Tyson. The best for him. Presuming this will be kind of a part of like that little introduction at the ceremony, uh, like you see on ESPN with the Heisman, where they play those quick little. Uh, highlight packages of each player and then they announce the winner so um yeah i'll uh, put that together maybe we'll throw it on the show after the winner is announced well why don't when's the next show we're gonna have after that i don't know sir <laughs> we might throw it on social media yeah that's a good place for it uh but a lot to get into on the show today. Uh, what kind of preview we'll get into? Washington football team may have a COVID outbreak on their hands. Yeah, Jonathan Allen, the ninth player, I believe ninth player in the last week to be put on the COVID list, started with uh, Montez Sweat, the uh, one of the lone, one of the very few, I should say, unvaccinated players on the team. And uh, now it's come out last night uh, around 7, 7.30 from Tom Pelissero of NFL Media that a staff member, a Tier 3, I believe, is what they labeled the staff member as, which could be somebody on the broadcast, the in-house broadcast team, uh, stadium operations, or could be practice facility operations. Uh, somebody on that staff has been diagnosed with COVID-19 Omicron variant so uh something definitely to look out for in washington as you never know what could happen they could maybe the game has to be forced to be moved not too sure exactly what will happen there but that could be a problem yeah it's a problem not only for washington but if you were following along yesterday the entire nfl there were i believe 37 total uh positive covid cases yesterday within the entire nfl i believe is what the report was so that's we'll the see most how that uh, long time. plays out because yeah i think it might be the uh, most this entire season i think i, I don't most know since last year if so. i want to let me look up adam Schefter's tweets i know he tweeted about that exactly uh okay here it is here's something 16 hours ago that kind of uh definitely gives into that worth noting that 86 percent of nfl player and staff covid positives this season originated away from team facilities community spread has been an issue 37 player positives today 36 on the NFL wire, one added after it came out. Uh, for what it's worth, league gathers the da- this date through genomic sequence genomic is that genomic sequencing and contact tracing, uh, which I believe they still do wear those devices. So that's definitely troubling. And I guess yesterday the NFL, a memo from the NFL is expected to go out. Uh, I guess it was last night. It ended up going out. Um, saying that uh, all Tier 1 and Tier 2 employees are mandated to receive the COVID-19 booster vaccine. So they're trying to prevent Omicron from devastating the NFL, ravaging the NFL before the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, we were talking about it a little bit yesterday back and forth that uh, it's going to be very frustrating if COVID is what costs uh, Washington a playoff spot. Yeah, I believe you used some words that can't be used on the radio. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know, but that's... Innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> that's definitely something to look out for. Uh, well, actually, we'll hit the first break because we're getting rather close. Segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford. Ken Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. We get back on the other side of this break. We'll talk some Shepherd women's basketball. An honor coming out for one of the members of the team. And then uh team getting recognized for its start to the season. That's next and more on the Sports Mix. charge to call her anyways. My mind's a mile a minute. And my thoughts Bark like hounds, I focus on my breathing and the universal sound. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Ollie's VIP Northside is the best local spot to catch all of your favorite high school, college, and pro sports, or to hang out with friends. Ollie's has a great beer and cocktail menu, along with a food menu that will blow you away. Ollie's offers multiple TVs to watch the game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio with cornhole and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Ollie's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game. WVU Heart and Vascular Institute offers world-class heart care close to home. Our board-certified physicians are performing groundbreaking procedures using cutting-edge techniques, and that's why we're expanding our services to every corner of our region so you don't have to travel far to receive the great specialty care you deserve close to home. We're now accepting new patients at all four convenient locations in Martinsburg, Hagerstown, Shepherdstown, and Winchester. WVU Heart and Vascular Institute, world-class heart care close to home. Hi, Cresha Hornby here. Larry DeMarco, broker of Modern Realty Results, believes he has some of the best real estate agents in the eastern panhandle. Agents at Modern Realty Results have years of experience and knowledge of the local real estate market. Agents within the office work as a team to provide quality customer service. We strive to always ensure client satisfaction through handling every transaction with honesty and integrity, all while offering competitive rates. Modern Realty Results is veteran-owned and managed. Please call us at 262-4222, modernrealtyresults.com. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back. To this edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us Tuesday here in the Mountain State or wherever you are tuned into. Uh, some honors being handed out to a Shepherd women's basketball player yesterday afternoon. We got the uh, email from Chip Ransom, the SID. Junior guard Abby Beeman uh, has earned PSAC East Offensive Athlete of the Week honors. She led Shepherd to a 70 
6-69 win over Virginia State over the weekend. She recorded 29 points, 8 assists, 7 rebounds, 7, of 7 steals, excuse me, playing all 40 minutes, and she went 8 for 9 from the foul line, uh, which is really good because she's had a few down games. So her, for her to be able to get back to that 29 point, nearly 30 points with eight assists, seven boards and seven steals definitely shows that whatever kind of was going through her head the last few weeks is kind of out of there. It just seems like when we have a game on TV 10, she just doesn't play well. I mean, <laughs> because, you, uh, those are the only two games where she's really struggled. I didn't think she struggled in the first game we did. Didn't she have like 10 turnovers? But she had a like double double. Yeah. No, but, that was not her. Yeah, yeah there were two double-doubles. She did have a double-double, I think. But yeah. it wasn't like a really good game for her, in my opinion. But she's playing well she almost for had the a most part double. of the season. Yeah, if you count turnovers. No. It was, I think, 10 points, uh, 10 assists, and like 8 rebounds or something. Yeah, but I don't know. I didn't think it was that good of a game. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, compared to 28-29 points. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, she hasn't played well in the games we've seen. That's all I was saying. Anyway, um, you know, she's played well for the most part this season. They have a really good team this year. And like we said, it doesn't have to be just Beeman yeah. to carry this team. They have Marley and McLaughlin, and they have Sidney Clayton as well as kind of their big three, which has played well all year. And to have that unit, and when she's she she's the key to their offense having success, even when she has poor shooting nights or even struggles with some turnovers, uh, the way she's able to run the offense and, and get them going and really rack up those assists is what allows Shepard women to be successful. No, I agree. It's definitely a well-deserving uh, title for her for the week that she had, and I expect uh, more to come. Definitely more to come. And uh, looked at the box score from Saturday. Hadn't had a chance to do so, and it looks like that uh, – that ankle injury still not key, or still keeping Hannah Myers out of the lineup. We saw that in the game that we had, the last game that we had against Clarion, or no, excuse me, against Gannon that Friday night, uh, where she hurt her ankle and she's still not back in the lineup. Hopefully, she can get back in the lineup soon because uh, she's pretty much she does a lot on that on the floor for them. Yeah, you always like to have everybody uh, as healthy as possible. And even when they're not, uh, this team has the depth that can step up and still play to the level that they're capable of. So after the win on Saturday, that moves the team to number three in the Atlantic region of pole by the D2SIDA uh, for December 13th. 8-0 on the season. Uh, they will face pitt johnstown tonight i believe that's a, they're traveling tonight for that game 530 contest but if you look at the if you look at the rankings right now indiana pennsylvania has five first place votes they are eight no on the season as well um i guess they didn't play at all last week that's just how their schedule went number two is glenville state they had one first place vote eight no as well um they won i guess at frost one away wa i'm assuming that means win away that's how this was labeled. They beat Frostburg State 90-72, to 72, and then Shepard at 8-0. Uh, obviously, that win, 76-69. They did not receive any first-place votes, but then four is Gannon, who obviously Shepard took down. California, Pennsylvania is at number five. West Virginia State at number six. Cutstown at seven. Fairmont State at eight. Elizabeth City State at nine. And Lincoln, PA, is 
at 10. So Shepherd Women's Basketball moving up in the rankings as they've they beat Lincoln so far and they beat Gannon. Uh, tonight kind of starts a three-game swing for them in the next week, actually less than a week, three games from today until Sunday. So then they'll get a little break and then they'll have their exhibition at Liberty on December 30th. Uh, but definitely a big swing for them when it comes to the where they are in the season because I do believe they face Indiana, Pennsylvania on Saturday. So obviously that's going to be a great contest. Indiana, Pennsylvania, as I mentioned, leading the Atlantic region poll. That should be a good game on Saturday. Looking forward to it. Unfortunately, we will not have that call, obviously, because the game is away. Uh, but let's look at Shepard men's basketball for a minute. I believe they're on the road tonight, too, at Pitts Johnstown. That's a 730 contest. Uh, and then they have the same schedule as well, Indiana, Pennsylvania, Saturday. <laughs> he had it just on me, so I was pretending to move my mouth when uh, you Seton were talking. And then Hill on Sunday. Uh, they do not have an exhibition game, so they'll have their game Sunday, and then they'll be off for, what is that, almost two weeks, I believe. Uh, though the game the 19th won't be back on the court till the 5th at Millersville of January. So Shepard basketball getting in to the home stretch of things after this two-week break. The next broadcast we will have for them, I believe, is January 8th. We'll have both games against Westchester. That's a Saturday doubleheader. I believe 1 and 3 p.m.-ish for the second game. Uh, but Shepard women's basketball, number three in the rankings, and could move up with the facing IUP this weekend. Yep, just got to keep on winning no matter who it is. If it's IUP, as you said, that should be another uh, statement win, but always want to win. You always want to win. You always want to see where you are. Best Chester game, the headbutting bowl basketball edition. (laughs) I forgot you named it that. I looked Uh, the other one. But we can't use that one, apparently. I don't think we should. It was funnier. It was funnier. Something that we didn't talk about on the show yesterday, West Virginia men's hoops, they played on Sunday against, I believe it was against Akron. I could be totally wrong on that. No, Kent State. Kent State. All yeah, right, State. Thing. Same state. <laughs> but Kent's not a state. Same quality. You know. Kent's not a state. Are, is Kent State in the... Uh, yeah, they're in the they're Mac. Mac. Yeah. Uh, they beat Kent State at the Coliseum 63-50. to They're off until this Saturday when they face UAB... It's a 5 p.m. contest. Um, I don't – no, we don't have that game because we have a doubleheader NFL-wise from Westwood 1. Uh, that'll be on broadcast on CBS Sports Network. But WVU men's basketball, obviously, 9-1 and one on the season. Yeah, there's a Saturday doubleheader. Yeah, since college football is done, oh, we get some already? Saturday NFL. College football's not then because the ball well, schedule starts this week. This Saturday, they always do that when there's no eh. – Regular season Saturday games, the NFL will put some Saturday I games I knew they on. did that. I just didn't realize they did it this early in the season. But well, I guess in a normal now, year. I think the so they're, doing it, they're yeah. doing it two weeks in a row. Because yeah. I do believe they, they have one on the 25th on Christmas. I mean, it's fine. Just, uh, but yeah, so two more non-conference games for West Virginia before they start uh, Big 12 action. Big 12? Did I say that? Yes. Big 12. I don't know that. why I was thinking Big 10 for a minute. I don't know what was in my head. Uh, before they start Big 12 action, I don't know what was January in my head 1st at Texas. So these next two games, obviously critical. UAB is a pretty quality program out of Conference USA. Yeah, they have a uh, record pretty similar to uh, West Virginia's, I believe. It might actually be the I think they have exact one more same. Loss. I don't know. They're 8 and 2. They are 8 and 2. Okay. Yeah. So 
It's still going to be they a They play uh, today, though. They play gamb- fight, Grambling so. State today. So uh, we'll see how that contest I, I was thinking about it should win that. earlier, and West Virginia cannot overlook this team because UAB is probably going to be in the same mindset that West Virginia was against UConn. Yeah, their only loss was, so, to, was this at is South Carolina UAB's 66-63. statement win if they could get it against West Virginia as West Virginia's statement win was against UConn. So West Virginia has to play and make sure that uh, it doesn't happen. Yeah, and definitely. I think they can. The defense is, uh, is good. One but. of two premier games that uh, UAB has on their non-conference schedule this year. South Carolina, as I just mentioned, 66-63 loss back on Thursday, November 18th. And then this West Virginia game on Saturday at 4 p.m. Um, I guess that's Central Time, so 5 p.m. Uh, but then they have one more non-conference game before they start their conference USA swing December 30th. Uh, but... UAB, one of the premier teams in Conference USA, and, you know, my question is here, if you're going to play a team out of Conference USA, why would you not play Marshall? Because well, they want to challenge this. themselves. Well, Marshall and UAB are pretty much the same level in terms of the nah. basketball program. But uh, I looked into this a little bit, Spencer, and to my understanding, Adam Kennedy has a relationship with Bob Huggins. They have oh. a prior coaching history between the two so and we all know why. that huggins doesn't like playing marshall well, yeah, and Charleston. he doesn't like dan d'antoni so i think yeah. until those two guys are gone we're not going to see that match up on the gridiron or not the yeah which iron, is i guess the hardwood which is why we see <laughs> on either which well, is yeah. which is why we see the action in soccer is because uh co- those coaches have a relationship they coach with each other the soccer coaches at least they coach with each other at the university of charleston on the d2 level so yeah Obviously, it kind of just depends on the relationship that you have with the other coach. Yeah, and, and you know, Huggins and him both have big egos, and D'Antoni uh, thinks they should play twice a year, once in Huntington, and that's never going to happen. Twice no, a year no. is not going to happen in a non-conference. No. And How would you even do that? I think they played Toledo twice a year, Marshall did. Like yeah, they did. Ago. So you can do it, but it's not going to happen. They're not going to sign that contract. Dumb. I don't know. I think they should do a Friends of Cole Bowl again. They should, but they won't. Neil Brown versus uh, Charles, Charles Huff. Huff. Well, Neil Brown's going to get fired pretty soon. But <laughs> well, that's a hot take, Nick. There's a lot of WVU fans tuning in. I don't think they disagree with me. He's in the hot me. seat. He is in the hot seat, but I don't we'll know see. that they would they have like... another bad season next year. He's going to get fired. I would not be surprised if it's another bad season that that would occur. Yeah, no. That's Charles Huff's going to leave for Virginia Tech or whatever. He's not going to leave for Virginia Tech. You know why? Because they already hired their head coach, Nick. Yeah, no, I was kidding. He'll go to but... Oregon. Nah, he's not ready for that. Um, what's in the new top twenty? Or UCLA 20, if uh, top Kelly's going to Oregon, out, right? Yeah, we talked a little bit about that uh, yesterday because I said that West Virginia didn't uh, make it in the top twenty-five. Didn't make it in the top twenty-five. Let's. They see. did receive some votes, but they're not there yet. They're not there yet. Uh, so it's Baylor, or no? This is power ranking, so that's not the AP top twenty-five. Baylor is still number one, though. You're correct in that. Yeah, but I was looking at the wrong thing when I was pulling it up. So, uh, here it is. So, Baylor, number one. Duke, number two. Both of those have moved up one, two spots, or one spot each. Uh, and then the previous number one, Purdue, falls to number three. UCLA at four. Gonzaga at five. Alabama moves up from nine to six. Kansas moves up from eight to seven. Arizona moves up from 11 to eight. 
Villanova falls from six to nine. And then Southern California, USC moves up from 16 to 10. Those are some big movers. Iowa State moves up 17 to 12 or 11. Uh, Michigan State moves from 19 to 12. Uh, Texas falls all the way back to 17. Tennessee falls back to 18. And uh, Arkansas falls all the way back, or excuse me, Kentucky falls back 11 spots to 21. Arkansas falls 12 spots back to 24. They dropped I'm, 11 I'm, spots for that? West Virginia receiving yeah. 24 votes in this AP poll. Am I missing a uh, loss for Kentucky? I thought I it was just Notre Dame. It was just, or they, have they, have, yeah, they have two losses. They're 7 2 on the season. But, but were they both? Notre Dame's a solid team. I mean, I, I don't understand Arkansas still being ranked considering they got blown out by Oklahoma. Like, I don't know. I feel like WVU should be in there after that window for you. At least at like 25. Yeah. Loyola Chicago getting 20 votes. There you go. North Carolina getting 85 votes. Wisconsin won If West Virginia keeps winning, they'll obviously be in there. Yeah, and, and they don't really I mean, they probably, it doesn't much. really matter, but I think I think it will be there if they keep winning, I'd say they they could probably jump in there second third week of conference play yeah if you because get the win against texas you're obviously going to be in but because i think they could slightly re- they could receive a few more votes if they get a win over uab and then i think they have what one more we just said yeah one youngstown more, state youngstown state and then i don't think Big they one. could jump in i <laughs> i think microphone. i think it'll be the week of the 10th both of you guys have hit your microphones today. the week of the 10th or the week of the 17th There's i think would be of january is when they could jump in because they, they'd beat Texas out. Of, they'd have to beat Texas out of the gate, TCU, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Kansas, and then they'll they'll have their home game against Baylor on January 18th. So I think that could be a possibility they jump up in there if they're still undefeated or one we'll loss. Well, yeah, if they're undefeated at that point, they better be in there. Yeah, they'd they're not be like undefeated. top 10. They have one loss, but you know what I meant. Yeah, definitely. There you go, Nick. <laughs> you know Make him feel good. All right. Well, we've reached the second break of the day. This segment sponsored the AP poll. I should <laughs> in part by Orsini's Home one? Store. Not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets, designer bedding, outdoor living. It's family owned and operated. Located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. We come back. We'll uh, we'll talk some college football. The bowl's getting started this week, and a lot of transfers happening. Uh, we'll talk that next on the Sports Mix. This is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces. Not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. Erie Insurance says here's to the grown-ups who move, mortgage, mow, and still bust a move. But does your home insurance still fit? Erie helps you protect the home you've grown into, all at fair prices that are often less than the other guys. So how do you find the right coverage? Magic. Nope. Local independent agents who get to know you like this. Your local Erie agent in Martinsburg is Smallwood and Small Insurance. Get a quote at smallwoodandsmall.com. 
Experience. This is Lori from Bechtel Jewelers, and because we sell jewelry that literally takes a woman's breath away, this can cause some scary moments. Let me explain and why you should not panic. When she opens your gift on Christmas morning, she may suddenly stop. Stop moving, breathing, all of a sudden she freezes. You see, what's happened is that she's stunned by your gift from Bechtel Jewelers. The sparkle and shine of your gift of what's inside that little box simply mesmerizes her, and yes, takes her breath away. How long will this go on? We don't know for sure. But after a few seconds, you may find yourself saying, Breathe, honey. Breathe, honey. Gentlemen, at Bechtel Jewelers, we can advise that panic is not needed. Instead, enjoy the moment. And soon enough, she'll inhale, then exhale, then look up at you with those big, beautiful eyes. And she'll wrap her arms tightly around you. And you can expect her lips to find yours. At Bechtel Jewelers, Route 11 South in Inwood, our jewelry takes your woman's breath away. And we think you wouldn't want it any other way. Come see us at Bechtel Jewelers. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this Tuesday, December 14th edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Puynick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us for this Tuesday. Just mentioned it was a Tuesday. Don't know why I said that. Uh, But bowl season starts on Friday, 12 p.m. ESPN, Middle Middle Tennessee, Toledo. Uh, I would say we'll be keeping track of that one on there live for you, but unfortunately we will not be live on friday there will be a show on friday we will not be live on friday though but are you telling the audience that deceive the audience spencer i don't know i I just decided to tell Mm -hmm. that uh then 6 p.m espn 2 northern illinois coastal care that or the bahamas bowl no is that yeah the bahamas bowl is on friday that's the bahamas bowl is the first one the first game middle tennessee toledo i don't know why i didn't say bahamas bowl and then who was in it and then the uh tail greeter cure bowl uh, that's 6 p.m. ESPN2, Northern Illinois versus Coastal Carolina. Uh, that'll be a really good game. I don't necessarily know how good the Bahamas Bowl will be on Friday. but Give me Toledo big. Toledo big? Toledo is favored by 10. They have a solid squad. They only lost to Notre Dame by three. Give me Middle Tennessee to cover. <laughs> there you go. Middle well, Tennessee You know to what cover. they say, Colin. Good teams win. Great, Great teams, teams cover. cover. Yeah. All right. Well, then on Saturday, okay. <laughs> well, the line, line for Coastal, show. the line for Coastal is minus ten and a half. So they're favored in that contest by ten and a half points. Give me Coastal to cover. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking. So my picks would be Toledo and Coastal on Friday. Uh, then on Saturday, eleven a.m. Coastal covering. <laughs> yes, I do. Sir. Okay. Eleven a.m. Some early morning football. Uh, on ESPN, Western Kentucky, Appalachian State, the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. App State only favored by three in this one. The over-under is 67 and I a half. I think Northern Illinois could cover that one. You think Northern <laughs> Illinois could cover the Cure Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. Against Coastal? Yeah, Coastal's good, go. but... I mean, I mean, well, it's a 9-4 and versus 10-2. and two. That's why... I, I'm saying Coastal team. covers. Northern Illinois did beat Georgia Tech. Whoop-de-doo. They, 
<laughs> they score a lot of points, okay? So take the over in the points. Take the over in the points. Okay, Nick. So Saturday, the Boca Raton Bowl, the roofclaim.com one. Uh, Western Kentucky, App State, 11 a.m., wake up to some football. Uh, App State favored by three over under 67 and a half. Uh, I don't think Bailey Zapp is Bailey Zappy going to play. I yeah. don't know. Is I think he, he should. He should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of something completely different. So ignore that comment. I think it. That's, I think it's going to be a really good game, and I think three points is is a good line for that. Five thousand five hundred. He's the best quarterback yards. in college football that you never heard of. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember. I was watching game day, and they were talking about him. Uh, how does this work? Do you do you root for your conference in bowl games, or do you root against your conference? I don't care. I feel like you Marshall's should. The don't they share? That's, and true. that's true. I'm not rooting for Washington Kentucky anyway. Marshall is not getting any of the shared revenue. That, that's that's what I was saying. So typically you would. That's interesting that you brought that up, because literally on one of the shows on CBS Sports Network, I don't know whose it was, they're talking about that same exact. I, I they were talking that, yeah. about it on CBS Sports Radio the other yeah. night too. They That's were. what I meant. I, was, I think we were all listening probably yeah. to the same show because it's right here on Talk Radio WRNR. Yeah. Yeah. Where go. else would you listen? Where else would you listen? All right, CBS Sports Radio. Uh, no. no, okay. Uh. Talk Radio WRNR on one hundred six point five FM and AM seven forty. CBS Sports Radio after hours. Yeah, don't so listen to it anywhere TV else. We'll hours. find you. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get back on track. Who you guys got? Western Kentucky, App State. Uh, the Mountaineers in a close one. The the I'll go Western Kentucky. I'm going App State. App State's going to cover. I like the quarterback that nobody's ever heard of. I All mean, right. There you go. He's a beast. Exactly. 2.15 p.m. ESPN. Another conference USA team. Conference USA teams. The, uh, the PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl. Uh, I believe the New Mexico Bowl, the PUBG Mobile sponsorship was very late because I remember it being one of the only bowls without advertising as of like a month PUBG, and a half like ago. PUBG, like the video? Yes, PUBG Mobile, like the one for your phone. Interesting. Uh, UTEP versus Fresno State. Uh, Fresno State's favored by 11.5. The over-under is 51. Yeah, the Bulldogs are going to win that one. Bulldogs all Go the way. Go Bulldogs. Not Sorry, a UTEP, UTEP. guy. Uh, Why not? What do you have against UTEP? 330 on ABC. The Miners. In the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl, number 13 BYU against UAB. Uh, BYU favored by a touchdown, seven points. 54.5 is the over-under. Uh, who you guys got? Didn't Conference USA not win a bowl game last year? I think that's what it was. I think, I think BYU, that happens again uh, this year. Why is BYU <laughs> playing UAB? It's the 13th team. What is this bowl? Sorry, BYU. They're going to win. BYU's going to win probably by more than a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd be surprised if not. You know what? I, UAB, I the, the, they'll grind it out, and they'll find a way to keep it. They're running back. Yeah, they love to run yeah. the football. But BYU will win. What What are these sponsors? Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. I don't know, man. Why can't we have sponsors that like go with know. the name of the bowl? That's- I don't know. My favorite one, and it's a bowl that I attended as a member of the media, and that was a couple years ago at uh, Jimmy Raymond James Stadium, the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. That's going to be by far one, my yeah. my favorite bowl game name ever. Uh, okay, let's move on. 6.45 p.m. ESPN, the Lending Tree Bowl, Liberty versus Eastern Michigan. Both teams 7-5. Liberty favored by 9.5. The overrunner is 58.5. Hey, uh, Malik, well, that's Malik Willis going to play. I don't know. He's got an NFL draft. Isn't it sad that you have to question that stuff now? 
Yeah, it kind of is. I think he might play because he can. But what's like Eastern Michigan really going to do for his draft status? So that kind of determines it. Either way, I think Liberty has a better team, but they've kind of had a down year compared to what they did last year. But I, I, I'll, I'll take I'll take Liberty on the presumption that Malik Willis will play. Hold on, I guess he did announce he's take playing? Liberty to win, but I think Eastern Michigan can cover. Looking at it right now, at nine and a half, you think they can cover? Yep. All right. I'm going to say Eastern Michigan. 7.30 p.m. But Liberty still wins. All right. I got Liberty winning as well. 7.30 p.m. ABC. Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl presented by... Jimmy Kimmel. Steffel? Stiffel. I don't know. I have no Spencer clue. abusing his microphone again. <laughs> I, it's so small I couldn't read it. I guess they're an investment banking company. I'm only uh, laughing because Nick Utah laughed. State at ten and three <laughs> versus Oregon State seven and five. Uh Oregon State favored by seven points, sixty seven and a half is the over under. Um I'll go Oregon State. Give me Utah that. State. Ten and three Ooh. football team. Yeah, Utah State. I, so I got what? Utah State. I like them. They haven't beat anybody good, but Exactly. So give me them. I'm going Oregon State. Oregon State? Okay. Yep. Uh, 9.15 p.m., number 23, Louisiana versus Marshall. Louisiana. Uh, the RL Carriers <laughs> New Orleans Bowl. Louisiana only favored by five, and the over-under is 55. That's a very favorable number for Marshall to only be underdogs by five points. Louisiana to cover. They're at home, so. Uh, essentially, yeah. Uh, do they play That's at true. Superdome? No. No, no but, but they're basically uh, yeah. at home. They're Asian Cajuns. At least they get that going for them, you know. The herd average thirty four points a game. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to. You think look at sometimes. the numbers. Marshall <clears throat> should win. Yeah, but well, I mean, Marshall didn't win the. I think a seven and five averaging thirty four points a game. Uh, because they. The I think first... Governor Jim makes the uh, trip to New Orleans. Probably not. Jimmy J. Why not? Uh, well, they won their first I game. I want to see Big Jim on Bourbon Street. Right. <laughs> that would be a funny. That you know that would be. That would be something funny. Uh, they I'll, won their first I'll game forty nine to seven, then forty four to ten, thirty eight to forty two. Uh the lowest then they won forty nine to twenty one. Forty nine twenty eight. So they've scored a bunch of points. Just not all the time. Uh, Hence an average. Marshall needs to it's, it's only five. I still think Louisiana. Marshall needs to make cover. a statement though. Marshall makes a statement in their first Sun Belt appearance. Uh, or their post-announcement, I guess you would say. I'll take Louisiana. I think Marshall covers wins it. My heart tells me Marshall. <laughs> it's okay, because the herd will always break your heart. Yeah. If you know, you know. Uh, Monday, December 20th, 2.30 p.m. Eastern, ABC, the Myrtle Beach Bowl That's presented so by Tax Act. Old Dominion versus Tulsa. Tulsa is a 9.5 favorite, 52.5 over under. This is going to be a boring game. Give me Old Dominion just for Heineke. Okay. I'm taking Old Dominion, too. Tulsa's quarterback has 16 picks. Oh, he's also got 16 touchdowns. But yeah. Old Dominion, I guess I don't know. I'm not looking at the right thing. Give me the Monarchs. Monarchs? Yeah. I don't Let's know. Do it. It's not going to be a good game. They're playing good football. It's okay. They beat what Charlotte 56-34. to 34. They Monday, beat... December 20th, you'll probably be able to find something else on. <laughs> they beat Middle Tennessee by seven. <laughs> it's the only game on Monday, though. It's in the afternoon. We got high school basketball. That's yeah. more exciting than that's a Old Dominion. Five thirty and seven, sir. Yeah. 
All right, Tuesday, December 21st, in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Ken State versus with, or Wyoming. Excuse me, Wyoming's favored by three. The over under is 59. Uh, Ken State. Give me Wyoming. Why not? I trust the odds makers. I, I don't know. Uh, Wyoming's quarterback sucks. Kent State's quarterback isn't much better. Eh, Wyoming. They're at home. Wyoming at home? <laughs> kind of. Not really. <laughs> not really. Okay. Closer than Kent State. That's a yeah. long trip. For that is. They're already there, though, probably. Or they're getting ready to head there. Yeah. Tickets are 26 bucks. <laughs> As low as. You want to go? Uh, no. 7.30 p.m. that same day, ESPN, UTSA, Conference USA champion this versus my number 24, San Diego State. The Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. Uh, if you're San Diego or if, you, if you're San Diego State, I don't know. I don't, that's not this a good bowl This is an interesting one. Not really a great bowl to me. UTSA favored by two and a half. Over-under is 49 and a half. How do these teams have quarterbacks that can't even throw 10 touchdowns in a season? I don't like they have game. to be guys that just came in, right? <laughs> UTSA has a guy that would 25. I think UTSA wins only because uh, they're just, they've been really good this year. I mean, look. Here. Although San Diego State's ranked 24th you know and is 11 and 2, I just this don't. This is going to be a high scoring ball game. I don't know why I think that. I just think it will be. They sound know. like high scoring teams, but San Diego State really isn't. Huh. Who did they beat? Oh, they beat the they beat Arizona. They meet beat me. Utah. Give me the Roadrunners. Give you the Roadrunners? Yeah. All Give right. me the Roadrunners. Wednesday, December 22nd, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Missouri against Army. Army is favored by three and a half. 58 is the over-under. Uh, give me Army. I'll go with Army. Missouri. All right, there Ooh. we go. <laughs> Uh, Thursday, December 23rd, 3.30 p.m., ESPN. Uh, There's Frisco, too many bowls. The Frisco Football Classic. That's the second bowl game in Frisco. North Texas versus Miami, Ohio. Miami, Ohio favored by three over-under is 54. I don't know why they have so many bowls, but this does not seem like a very entertaining bowl to me. I've got Miami, Ohio. Um, I don't care. Give yeah, me North this one's Texas. not good. Not good? I don't know. These games, like, I, I'm not intrigued with that one. Pick one, Colin. Pick one. Flip a coin. Got to pay the bills here in a minute. Let's go Mean Green, North Texas. Yeah. All right, there you go. Uh, same day, 7 p.m., the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Don't like that name change. It's got UCF, the home team against Florida, kind of the home team. Uh, UCF, I think, wins this. Florida is favored, though, 6 Why is UCF the home team and Florida's only kind of the home team? Uh, because the UCF Florida has Knights, a bigger fan base. So The UCF Knights are pretty close to wherever the Gasparilla Bowl. I think it's still played in Tampa. It's at Raymond James. Yeah. UCF's Orlando. Florida's just... You Orlando know, to Tampa is like an hour and a half drive. I don't know. If I guess you're going on location, but Florida's, you know, still more of the state school, I'd say. Yes. They literally are the state school, besides Florida State. But I got uh, you know I got UCF covering and winning. <clears throat> Gators have a new head coach. That's why I don't. That's why, I don't know. UCF them. has been getting better and trying to make the argument that they are the team. So I'm going with Florida, though. Yeah. SEC. All right. Gators. We're going to get to Christmas, and then we're going to split it. Uh, Thursday, December – did I skip one? No. 
Friday, December 24th, in the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Memphis. Memphis, Hawaii. Hawaii. Memphis favored 7.5, 58.5. I got Memphis winning. You got Rainbow Warriors? Yeah, give me Hawaii. Why not? All right. There you go. Christmas Day, 2.30 p.m. ESPN in the Tax Tax Act Camellia Bowl, Georgia State, Ball State. Uh, Georgia State favored by four and a half, over under 50. I have Georgia State winning. I got Georgia State as well. Ball. Ball State. State. Ball so hard, University. Yeah. T-Sizzle went there. All right. That does it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. We come back. Uh, we're not going to finish all these. We're not going to finish them today. <laughs> we'll do the next part tomorrow. Uh, but we'll talk some college football transfers to close things out. Maybe a little more Washington football. Try to get into that into some detail. But that's next on the Sports Mix. This is Eric from Hagerstown Ford. I want to thank you for your continued support of helping Hagerstown Ford's efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one, we have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two, we have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including Trivia Night Monday, Karaoke Tuesday, Steak Night Wednesday and Sunday, Thursday Night Boneless Wing Night, and on Friday and Saturday nights, there'll be a DJ and or karaoke. And remember, Monday through Friday, happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your December 
14th. Segment sponsored in part by the Mary's Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Philly McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. You can stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Uh, Some key college football transfer announcements coming out the last couple of days. One specifically, former Oklahoma Sooners quarterback Spencer Radler has announced he is transferring to South Carolina. Uh, Tight end. Austin Stogner, Stogner is also transferring there as well. Uh, so quarterback tight end combo headed to the SEC at South Carolina. All that still to lose to a team like Tennessee. <laughs> they could just stay in Oklahoma if they wanted to go to the SEC. They weren't going to play, though. At least Spencer wasn't anymore. Yeah. It didn't seem like. Do but they also they'll have Oklahoma. a new Oklahoma. Who, South Carolina? Yeah. No. I didn't think so either. <laughs> Just wanted to see if you did. <laughs> South Carolina hasn't been good since Spurrier left. I agree. How about you, Spencer? I don't know. I just think that's very interesting. Uh, I don't know. A lot of transfers. This whole college you know, coaching I'm carousel. I'm interested in South Carolina. I don't know. SEC? It's nice, know. nice weather. Nice weather? I don't know. I really don't know. I'm kind of confused myself why they both chose. Unless it's a promising of a start. I mean, you never know. I mean, I guess, coaching yeah. connection potentially. I don't know. I'd have to look at that. But uh, Brian Radler will be an immediate infusion of talent at the position. He Number has potential. Quarterback in 2019. He does, but he just hasn't played. Does South Carolina potential. have potential? <laughs> Maybe with him they do. I don't know. There's not. I don't think there's a connection there. I didn't find any connection in this article. Guess only time will tell. Yeah, only but time will. What sell. other transfers? Uh, there I can't find them now, but there's a bunch of transfers. I thought. Now I can't find them. Oh, uh, Texas A&M quarterback that, uh, enters the car- enters the portal. Kid committed to Ohio State. Oh yeah, the former the former Ohio State guy is a uh, who's going to go to Texas. Former five star recruit Quinn Ewers. Uh, he'll join Texas as a quarterback. He's going to have four years of eligibility left. He's a five-star recruit. I see Texas A&M's quarterback he entered the transfer SEC. portal. Yeah, uh, Zach Calazada enters and the portal. Virginia's quarterback is staying as Elliott error begins. That's the uh, top articles I see here. Yeah, uh, but definitely a lot. It's a lot of quarterback through. news. A lot of quarterback news. Uh, also, USC quarterback, Kedden... Kedon Solis, he has also entered the portal. He's got two years of eligibility left. Uh, he started Probably the, started the season as a Heisman candidate. So, so did Rattler. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. And now he's at South Carolina. Doing going to do what in with South Carolina? Who knows? Lose to Tennessee. Win the SEC. You think he's going to win the SEC? No. No. <laughs> I'd say that would be a big jump. It would be. Maybe win six games. That'd be pretty good. Make a bowl game. Yeah. A uh, couple other headlines will hit. More tests showing Washington's Logan Thomas does indeed have a torn ACL. That's a lot worse. We already knew his season was done and that it kind of just looked like it was a partially torn, but I guess it is now a... Uh, however, more tests following this week revealed knee damage, but not to his ACL. So I'm confused. It's Washington. I don't know. That seems very confusing the way they wrote that. 
uh, but they put him on IR. He's not coming back this year, obviously, uh, but that's not much of a You want to share your quick anymore. update about your towel? Quick update about my towel. Uh, let's you see. sent me a text this morning, and I'm jealous because I still haven't even gotten an email. Let's see. Uh, well, there may be an even bigger update. Sounds Let me... like you need to call someone. To call. Ghostbusters? Let's see. The towel busters. Well, as of right now, it is out for delivery and expected delivery by 5.15 p.m., so... Uh, there you go. I'll go Maybe get it ranting on the air helped out. I don't know. Or maybe calling claiming that I didn't have... Uh, that I didn't know what's up with it, so it was supposed to come live. I don't know. That might have helped. I don't know. Uh, but that does it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Dupuis. Uh, tonight, 7 p.m., the Johnny's Express tip-off show. Spring Mills hosting Fort Hill on the boys' basketball side. Uh, that'll be Nick and Colin on the call. So that does it for today's show. Tune in tomorrow at noon for another edition of the Sports Mix. Sports Mix.